So, um, where are we at, girl? Seven. It's cool. Um. Hello, Dylan. Nothing. Hello, Dylan. Hello, Dylan. Is he there? Hello, fella. Is What's he happening? On? Oh, hello. Hello. I was just uh, saying hello to you, and you weren't there. Dude. And then you were. Are you... Like a, a magical little leprechaun jumping out of a pot of gold. Right. <laughs> Welcome to a new episode <laughs> of the Over and Out Show. Yeah, episode 11. All the ones. Oh, dude, here. It feels more serious okay. now that we're on okay. double, double figures. You know what the big thing will be, though, when we get to 20? Because as we know from the daily talk show, mm-hmm. they didn't put anything up online until they did 20 episodes. So we're just... Well, we're doing that now, but kind of live. <laughs> just putting yeah. it online anyway. Yeah. But I think that... Because their show is great. And yeah, how many episodes are they on now? 680 or something like that. Dude, they are now doing two a day. <laughs> what? Two oh, episodes man. a I day. I thought we were doing really great with nah, one a day. <laughs> I know. I saw Tommy um, Jack had stick up his a post today and he was like, we're going to be doing two a day for you guys. Plus they still do their week and they do their weekend one. But like theirs is, wow. theirs is more, I mean, those dudes are pros at it. They're like mm. best of the business. Best in the Are business. you saying we're not pro? Oh. What did you plan for today's episode? What did I plan? Yeah. Well, that was the whole point, though. No, I know, we just I know. Phone but up like, and chat. yeah, well, that's that's the difference, though, isn't it? Like, we've sort of created, we have created an environment that allows us and expects us to fail, but that's part of it. Do you know what I mean? Not fail. Oh, Fails I missed that last bit. Your 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 phone cut out. No, That's the first time this has happened. It did. You mm-hmm. said, so expects us to, and then it disappeared. All right. Well, and then we, you can't. Anyway, yeah. We've created on. an environment that expects and allows us to fail, and it's totally fine. You know, it's like it's supposed to be yeah. rough and ready, and that's kind of what allows us. Where those dudes, where like you listen to mm. their show, it's so produced and so well done. Um, mm. And I mean, the the three of them there, you got Mister Ninety Seven in the background, just keeping shit on track the whole time we don't have a mr 97 but that's why that's why we lean away from from each other and do the googling ourselves yeah (laughs) we don't need a 97 would you like to be our 97 (laughs) we could bring a third person 0800 be a 97 be a 97 so what's happening how are you today well i i'll I'll just get over this quickly because i don't know if you (laughs) Oh God, Jesus! You're not interested, are you? I, I no am. No one's interested. <laughs> Look, no one's got anything else to do. Tell us okay, how you're feeling. Okay, great. No, no, I'm feeling great. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've actually, you know, it was. I'll be honest. I think it was episode eight. Uh, I was not. I was not feeling it. I was. Low point. I was, you know, in deep. Yeah, it was a deep low point of the quarantine situation. But now it's kind of it's normal life. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I've got yeah. into it, and I, it's like you know we're still allowed out. We can do all those things, but. I'll just touch on this briefly because it's probably not interesting to a lot of people, but I'm doing a project for a client in Premiere and I, it is, I just, I can't work. I can't edit at the speed Premiere allows. Now I don't want to say like I'm, I'm too fast, but it's like, I want to do stuff and it just, it's, it's got great features, right? 
and you, the color grading in it, it's amazing like being able to do what you can do in it and it's got all these like amazing things like auto ducking and it just lots of stuff to really help you out but it just feels like it's so clogged with amazing stuff it just can't do the thing it should do which is just play yeah two seconds and it's very frustrating two seconds what's going on my sister's decided uh, to uh just decline that to uh oh, facetime okay. me my family oh. had decided oh tomorrow we'll do a a group facetime at seven o'clock this guy no. never okayed that never said yes no here's an idea leave me alone right yeah sorry and she listens as well so she, she does understand. Well, yeah but she doesn't know what's happening right now to be fair uh, well, she will be yeah. hearing this <laughs> she doesn't listen live no. Well, no one does. Apart no one from does. Us. Yeah, <laughs> and even we only hear or see half half of it. So, so yeah, you're saying it's rammed with features, mm. but is a, is a pain in the dick to use. Yeah, because like today, it's a quick example, and I'm I'm totally up for learning. By the way, if someone has an answer to all of this, like I am willing to take it on board because I do need to do this job, and they want it done in Premiere, so it's like that's cool, but. It, it's like I, I you know, I, I did minimal color grading, have three titles on it, a bit of like keyframing audio adjustment. And then I went to press like it wasn't playing back like normally, like mm -hmm. it does in Final Cut. So I rendered the whole thing out, took 15 minutes uh -huh. for a three minute 15 video Holy shit. and then still couldn't play smoothly, even with the green line fully rendered. And I just I can't operate at that speed. I can't do it. I would sooner let go of like the amazing color grading features and all the audio features to just get the job done quicker. Yeah. Per and I just, I don't know how to deal with that. And it's very frustrating. And it's funny when you see this online where people like share their, their timelines. Hey, look at my yeah. complicated Premiere Pro timeline. I'm like, yeah, that's no. going to take about four years to render. Mm -hmm. it's, it's painful. And I, when people are like, fire, here's some quick ways you can edit and things, the ways to speed up Premiere Pro. I'm just, don't use it. Yeah. Most of us, yeah, just don't use it. so many of us yeah. don't need to be using it for, for the majority of what we do. Um, no. I mean, I, so I learned my initial editing experience was on Avid Cinema, like way Ooh. back. We used to burn from Avid onto VHS tape. All right. That was one of that's, the first. That's editing. a long time ago. Yeah. And Premiere Pro feels like that. <laughs> it does now, It feels now, like it's the it? same yeah. speed. Yeah. Um, and but then I just, I, yeah. I, on, I think I, I went from there and then did the whole iMovie thing and then yeah. went on to Premiere Pro and yeah. used Premiere Pro for a few for a few years. That was cool. And it is. Mm. It's got so much functionality. But oh, when, when yeah. you don't when you haven't used Final Cut and you haven't used Final Cut a lot, you don't really understand. Yeah. Premiere Pro is kind of you just accept the bullshit. Do you know what, when you just do something dumb forever until someone goes, that's there's a quicker way. And you go, is there? Yeah. And they show you and you think, yeah. wow. <laughs> I've yeah. definitely lost full two days of in the last in the last year just waiting <laughs> for that little thing. So yeah. it wasn't until I started using Final Cut Pro four or five four years ago maybe, and I was like, yeah. "Holy shit, this thing is like iMovie on steroids." And yeah. and then even when that, I'm, when I make you, that's a great way to put it. It is, isn't yeah. it? Because people are like, "Oh, I've only yeah. got iMovie." I'm like, "It's fine. iMovie's yeah. totally fine for what it is." Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until you showed me actually a few quick things with keywords and some basic like in outs and drop on the timeline things to just speed it all up like i could do something yeah. i there's edits i've done on premiere pro that just to do the basic edit to import the footage mm. find go through the footage organize it cut it edit it for like say like a five minute say like a five minute video for youtube or yeah. instagram for me to do that would probably take like just to get it to the point where it's all cut and in line 
Yeah. If it was shot in sequence, that would probably take yeah. me like half an hour in Premiere Pro. And it would take yeah. me like eight minutes in Final Cut. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I just don't understand. But you know what? Like, I think that's more to do with Apple's Apple own and Final Cut because yeah. Final Cut for me is just like an, it's like every Apple product versus everything mm. else on the market. So like people always are, it's like Premiere Pro's got all these other things. Yeah, but they're a pain to use. Where it's yeah. like every other phone, people are like, oh, I don't use Apple phones because you can't unlock it or jailbreak it or use this third-party app or do yeah. these extra features. Mine can do all this mad shit. Pamela's got a Huawei and it does all this mad stuff. And it's like, yeah. cool, but in a nutshell, dog eggs phone. Yeah. Like Apple yeah. limit, them, limit a lot of stuff so that the shit that they've got mm. works really, really well. I think as well, it's like, because I was talking to, you know, our friend Blake, uh-huh. uh, camera, camera guy, like, I, he, uh, I spoke to him about it and he said, well, it's, but Premiere's great, like, for TV. And he shoots a lot of video and, and he's a camera guy for TV. Mm-hmm. And I totally get that because they have, like, they have a graphics department, they have an audio department, you know, and there's all these different people working on one project. Yeah. And I, I get, I, I totally understand Premiere there because it's like, well, you can share it around and it's everyone's working on it and then it all goes into the timeline. God knows how they keep to the schedule of the TV show. Yeah. That I don't know, but yeah. in, in principle, I understand it. But when you're doing a three minute 15 corporate video or YouTube video uh, or a tutorial video, I, I don't I don't understand why you'd, why you'd want to put yourself through that. Yeah, and maybe I, I again like I, I maybe there's just things I'm missing and I'm just not willing to learn or to, to sit through it. And if someone can tell me just how to make it just play normally, I'd be more than happy to use it. But at the moment, I'm just like I just want to throw the laptop out the window. To be quite yeah. honest, I know I know what you mean, dude. And I, I was I'd be the same. Like I'm probably exactly the same as you. It's like I've used it and there were issues. And it's, maybe someone does know, mm. but that render thing. For me, it's like you, you oh, edit up something geez. and you hit and you render it and then you play and then you cut one mm. clip and then you have to render the whole thing again. Yeah. And that does my head in. But like, yeah. that's one the thing is that if it's big, intricate projects for TV or film or something like that and there's multiple yeah, yeah. people working on it, fine. But yeah, most of us are doing like uh. linear edits, you know, one to three lines of video, couple yeah. of audio tracks. Even at mm. that, like, you know, it's like, I mean, I've just I've just finished editing my California California video from last oh, I, June. I, Holy shit! Dude. Is this gonna get a a, a a an actual public release or is this a family only video? Well, I had I had a dream and then Uh-oh. it got ruined. So I edited the, the footage. Right, we were so for those people that don't know, we were away for like twenty one days in California, three weeks something like that in Cali, driving around and different, pretty much a different place every day. Um, and I mm. filmed all this stuff and I had all these ideas what I wanted to do and then I just I kind of got distracted and did Instagram stories so I did a daily Instagram story video edit every single day filmed the edit on the phone and I took photos throughout the trip and I filmed a vlog the whole trip and the vlog when I cut it down like as as much as I could cut down without losing stuff that I liked it was two and a half hours long no it was wow. three and a half hours long pre-edit and then I cut the edit down to an hour and five minutes um, mm. But that is that is an so, edit for us, like the family. But it's got yeah. music and stuff. So what I'm going to do from that is condense that whole edit down to like 10 minutes, maybe? Yeah, I think 10, 12 minutes would be nice. Yeah, theoretically. You should, mm. My face is like, how am I going to do that? Um, and I don't know if I'm just going to VO the whole thing because I did all these piece of cameras throughout. So see patching all together. There was three cameras as well. I was shooting with two cameras and the phone. And 
just oh dude there was just like you should see the timeline you know final cut timeline it's like you know it's really, 30 rows of stuff it's insane but you know what's really interesting is that when you do a cut like that and you've got like an you know like an hour yeah and then you start cutting it down and especially with client work as well you once it's gone you never remember it was there yeah true so true and that's it's like because a lot of client stuff it's like they don't see it right so yeah. you just you go oh shit this this that and, that and then you start editing it out and then you show it to like a peer or you know someone you're working with on it and they're like oh yeah that's great and you're like yeah so you don't care that this massive section of when we were in you know big sur isn't in the video yeah oh we went to big sur didn't we yeah. oh yeah why isn't that in there and it's like oh so if I hadn't told you, yeah, exactly, we'd be fine. It just wouldn't have been, yeah. So you'll probably get to it, and then you'll just cut load out, and then Pamela and the kids and the family will go, "Oh, I remember that. We had a great time. You just put all the best bits in. Lovely." Oh, even worse than that, like what? I did a premiere a couple of days ago. Said to the guys, right? The guys, the kids, and the wife. Like guys, here we go. <laughs> plug this mother into the blooming thing. Got the surround sound plugged into the laptop. Got it all ready to rock. Played it. I was so stoked on the last section we had. We were at like um, Manhattan Beach, this beautiful sunset. Where there was loads of like moody, you know, cinematic B-roll. <laughs> mm. <laughs> was it in slow mo? Yeah, of course it was. Uh, yeah, one twenty. Speed ramp for life. Uh, not even speed ramps actually. Just loads of slow mos in this really awesome sunset of like Pamela and the kids and their faces and stuff. Uh-huh. And just this real beautiful stuff. All right, family bullshit. Yeah. And uh-huh. then, then it fades out, and then I say this piece to camera that's really like heartwarming, and then it cuts to this like, like I don't know, like fucking showreel of photos, and just yeah. this banging track. It just uplifts you. Oh, it's about mm. all in all, that last bit was about eight minutes. We mm-hmm. watched all of this. Bear in mind, this video is about an hour and eight minutes long, and mm-hmm. at the hour mark, Pamela goes, "I'm going to bed. Just get up and go to bed." <laughs> And I was like, excuse me, there's eight minutes left of this family video that you're in. Like, you're featuring. She goes, ah, I'm just a bit tired. And then she just wow. fucking walked off to bed. And the kids yeah. and I looked at her. And I looked at the two of them. I was like, what the fuck just happened? I've been editing this thing for like nine months. It's been bane of my existence. And now you've just gone, I'm all right, actually. I'm just going to crack off to bed real quick. She says to me there yeah. now. That was like four days ago. She says to me there. Oh, by the way, I'll 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 watch the rest of that video tomorrow. And I went, will you now? Because it's on the laptop, and I'm not plugging that shit in again. You missed it. You can watch it on its public release on YouTube. Oh wow, isn't that funny though? <laughs> Didn't give a it's fuck. It's like you put all that work in, and it's like ah, oh, can't even sit into the last eight minutes. But what's interesting about that is that she's in it. I know. Now normally. You know when you show people photos or videos or, you know, when you're, you you shove a video online of a conference and yeah. you can watch, like, are you, if you look at the stats and, the, and all the stuff on YouTube and the analytics, you can see where people have rewinded when some someone was talking, they'll rewind it. So there's lots of little spikes in the video. And it, it's weird because people normally only watch videos like that because they're in it. Yeah. And the fact that Pamela was bored of herself. Went, I don't even want to watch myself. And it's That's me amazing. filming. So literally, like, 80% of the time, the camera's pointing at them. It's very yeah. rarely pointing at me unless I've set it up. 
And then like oh. <laughs> the other day, right? So I was filming this bit all about the isolation period. Wow, well, it wasn't mm-hmm. really, but it's going to be in that anyway. So filming this bit. We're down at the beach, like just before the lockdown. We're taking this down yeah. on the beach. And I set the camera up on these rocks and pointed towards us. And Pamela's standing mm-hmm. there at the, at the water's edge, like, like skimming some stones. And I walk up behind her and just give her a hug. Yeah. And then a kiss. And she goes, oh, thanks very much. And I was like, oh, you're welcome. Just gazed into her eyes and smiled. And then like stood mm. there for 10 seconds and then walked off. She's like, where are you going? And I was like, <laughs> to get the camera. <laughs> oh, you're such a romantic. And she says, you only kissed me because of the camera. And I was like, well, no, actually, the, that was a legit response. But she's like, ah, oh, fuck you. And walks off. And I was like, well, that's our life now, to be fair. Wow. I mean, it's not, but it's funny though, isn't it? The way we, like, we do things like that. And it's it's yeah. like, I would have kissed her like that anyway, but it's just because I put the camera down and walked over and there she was. And then that was a natural reaction because the camera's there. It all feels so fucking stupid. Yeah. It's interesting because like with Yasmin, uh, when we go on holiday, she's always like, ah, oh, I need to do a workout by the by these rocks here. Or, oh, I need to, we need to do a, a yoga pose here. Or mm-hmm. can we do this here? Can we do this? And it's fucking relentless. Yeah, it's like being. I'm an Instagram husband, essentially. You are. You are. That is. You know, I am pretty that's much. pretty much an yeah. Instagram husband. And what's annoying is that what I'll do is I go, oh, I'll do some of my own stuff. I'll start like working out, and she's like, oh, can we just do this for a second? I'm like, I'm trying to. I just want to. What? Okay, fine. We'll do your thing. And then I'll start taking a photo or whatever, and then she'll just take the photo that I'm about to take, and then shove it on Instagram, before I've even had a chance to you know put it up anywhere or like manipulate it and had a mountain in the background or whatever i'm gonna do with it have you yeah, set so that you've set the photo up and she's just full straight out thieved it yeah what i'll do is i'll go oh that looks nice really nice those one. palm trees there and i'll just take a photo and think oh I'll just i'll fix that in lightroom you know just up up the contrast this that and she's already posted that photo stole stolen it and put it on instagram so i'm like well i can't put up my photo now because yeah everyone's gonna see that i've adapted it well, uh, um, well, here's the thing. Oh, first off, yeah. I know what you mean. Because if someone else yeah. puts a photo up and you're like, oh, now they'll know I put a preset on it. <laughs> and photoshopped yeah. out that bin. They're going to know yeah. that now. And also, yeah. no one cares. There's this idea yeah. in there. It's like, oh, you've posted that. I can't post it now. Because people, no. Will, you get, no one gives a shit, buddy. No one's watching. No, I know. I don't, the worst thing is, Yasmin and I don't particularly share an audience. Yeah. My audience isn't full of uh, people that enjoy PT, <laughs> I'll be honest. No, yeah. And her audience, well, I, I don't think they're just camera people looking at some idiot, you know, just it's trying fun, to make his way that. through life. It is funny that though. Like even now, I always laugh when we go out. Um, like if there's one thing I hate more more than a lot of other things, it's groups mm-hmm. of people <laughs> taking photos. Mm. Do you know, like that's why I never joined a camera club. Cause yeah, I hate that sheep mentality. So you see when everyone's going out and it's like, hey guys, let's all. Like, I've been to a couple of these meetup things before years ago, like Belfast yeah. Instagram meetups, and they're kind of fun sometimes because you get to meet some pretty wacky individuals. I mean, that's how Daniel Smith and I became friends. Talking of wacky individuals, talking of absolutely crazy human beings, Danny boy. Yeah, and that's how we met, Danny and now boy. we go shoot photos all the time, and it's so funny. Even the two of us go out sometimes. And I'm like, what are we shooting here? And we're just taking the same photos. And it's, it's still amazing yeah. how different they are. But that whole yeah. thing of like going out with a group of people and, and everyone's taking photographs of the same shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, do you know, you're like, 
oh, I'm not. And then you go, you, people go, what's wrong? Oh, I'm not going to post any of these. Why? Everyone's yeah. taking the same photo. You're like, yeah, but guess what? No one cares. Everyone's, not everyone <clears throat> is watching everyone. Yeah, that is true. You know, we all put, think we're all too important. Just everyone yeah. thinks they're all too important. Well, that's like, you know, when you see uh, videos online of, uh, you know, you go, oh, I've got an idea to do this. And then somehow the algorithm hears your idea and then you go onto the internet and there it is. Some oh, other shit. prick has done it before you. Well, hold on, what did you just send me today that that happened with? Like it happened uh, last week fo- with me where I mentioned Will Smith. I tagged yeah, oh, Will for- Smith in something we were, and then suddenly we were everyone talking was talking Forrest about... Gump. Yes. Forrest Gump in our podcast mm. a couple of days ago, and then yeah. you get uh, you get advertised. I got Forrest an Gump ad. ad. Yeah. What? I don't. I don't think it was a Forrest Gump ad, but they were using. Uh, what was weird is they were using the Forrest Gump image, but not just Forrest Gump. That particular fucking point in the movie where he's running, where he stops and he stops running. Yeah. Mental. And How, we were talking about me- this on. Yeah. But it's that Will Smith thing. Like, uh, if you haven't seen, yeah. I, I tagged Will Smith because me and him are homies. <laughs> I he, he just ignored me. I tagged him in an Instagram story, thinking this will be a laugh. Mm. I'll tag him, see if he does something. Of course, yeah. he didn't. Probably thought, "Who's that Melter?" Yet, but then Yet. suddenly, everyone was just talking about Will Smith the next day, and I was like, "What? Yeah, what the hell happened? What, did yeah. we? Are we all subconsciously being pushed the same stuff? So, <gasps> was, there, was there like a load of us just all? Did Will Smith just infiltrate us? Not that way." mentally through our social media subconsciously yeah. you know without us See, realizing I, started with photographs I, of inside out blazers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see i wonder sometimes with the interwebs especially mm-hmm. stuff like youtube at what point does the algorithm start and finish like so is it because let's just say someone somewhere does like i don't like the ice bucket challenge or whatever it is mm-hmm. and then other people start doing it so then it's now become popular so then it gets pushed out further or is it someone at youtube going right let's get these five people at the top uh what do we, we need to we've bought some shares in ice buckets yeah so uh yeah let's get uh oh, i don't know let's get casey neistat peter mckinnon and that Mr. Beast guy. Let's just send them a couple of ice buckets and see what they do. Yeah. You know, no, not even. That point... Let's start advertising ice buckets to them first. And let's put yeah, some so people we don't on the street. About it. So that when on Casey's on his way to work at the shop, he goes every day for his coffee. Yeah. There's just a guy outside going, ice buckets, ice buckets for sale. Yeah. You know, just shit like that. And then maybe we send someone to ask Mr. Beast while he's walking down the street if he knows where he can get an ice bucket. And then they're all like, ice bucket. Yeah, and then you deliver yeah. them emails, ice bucket. And then just, just, I think that's what it is. Yeah. So that seems way more logical than it just happening by itself. Yeah. Cause it just, I mean, obviously things do go viral as it were, Mm -hmm. uh, but like who's, 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 who's controlling that? You know, is there one person somewhere that just goes, Oh, I've got an idea to do this. I'm going to do X. And then it just, it, it just expands from there. Yeah. You know, like how virality used to happen or did it ever happen that way? Oh, I don't know. Cats with pianos. Think, no one was plugging that. Yeah. That happened no, organically, didn't it? No, that happened. Yeah, it did. And I think, yeah, it was before YouTube got savvy to the fact that everyone likes cats. But or do we only like cats a lot now because they've been on YouTube so much? It Was there a point before the internet where we didn't really like cats? We preferred dogs better. I don't know. Who I'm knows? Get, I'm getting FaceTime Are you calls. Googling it? No, I wasn't. I was getting Are FaceTime by my, my dad. 
Because yeah. people don't realise I don't I didn't agree to this FaceTime family chat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is just so freaking weird. And it is like, yeah. you know when you think you've done and you're like, I'll, I'll mention this. And then everyone's on it. But I think we're just all on the mm. same wavelength. It just, it's, it's just yeah. frustrating when you do it and you think, I'm, this is an original thought. Yeah. And then, like the other day I did that tweet with the birds about the birds making noise thinking. Yeah. You know, in my, it was an original idea in my head, tweeted it, thought, and then literally five minutes later I just went to others and everyone was like, holy shit, the birds. Oh my God, birds are really loud. I was like, no. But we talked about that on the podcast. We talked about that afterwards. No, we talked, afterwards? we talked about that afterwards, yeah. But it was just That's like... because I'd already been talking about it to Yasmin like ages ago. All right, sorry. Which is weird. Hello, yeah, anyone, so anyone mentioning it. birds, Ryan Say mentioned birds before the yeah, fact. Right? I did. Or did YouTube ago, put birds outside your house? Probably. <laughs> They're probably can... mechanical birds. Just like they've gone, quick, turn those guys up. <laughs> you look outside. He's not, he's not. He's not getting it. He's Turn not, up the yeah. fucking birds. Yeah. <laughs> Get a parrot in there. <laughs> Don't know what that was. A pterodactyl yeah. noise. But um, yeah, it's all a bit. It, it is nuts, isn't it? Like when you start to think about yeah. that and how we get yeah. advertised to. We, you know, and what's really scary is that now your your options are sealed off because like, you know when we were young, when we were young. And you'd go out and like during the war, <laughs> during the war. When you'd go out and like, I don't know, say you'd buy a skateboard magazine, or you sorry, buy just like to stop you mag- there. But when you said just the beginning of that sentence, you were like, when you used to go out, it sounded like you were going to be like into the coal mines, you know, trying to <laughs> muster up far, any right? kind of money to feed you. When you were out buying skateboards, okay, come on. No, like so, like when you were younger, you'd had interests like you'd do the skateboard, BMXing, surfing. Or I was into rock music, so I'd buy Kerrang. And then you'd open it up and you'd be served adverts that are all related to what you like. Mm-hmm. So in a rock magazine, uh, you'd get like, oh, I don't know, goth clothing, maybe skateboarding, albums, that kind of thing. And you're in a skateboard magazine, you know, you'd still be served up the ads for all the like Vans clothes and all that kind of God, stuff. But you're not getting served it. That's just where they placed ads in the hotel. That's someone... where they placed ads because yeah. they know that the kind of person that reads one of those magazines the chances are they'll like that kind of thing yeah and but also when you'd go into the magazine shop you'd have the magazine on the shelf with the with all the music but then that would be next to like oh classical music which would be then next to like knitting and you'd be like oh there's a whole load of things here i can choose from and it was almost like your peripheral vision would see other magazines or other like types of things to look at yeah and now i find with the internet because it, the internet knows you better than like your your mum dad wife or you know peer they no longer give you that like peripheral vision yeah so they go well he likes skateboarding so we'll give him one wheels and probably the super 73 yeah but we're certainly not going to give him a horse and cart um yeah yeah. whereas i kind of like that randomness of when you you go and look at something and you're you're exposed to all these other things whereas now i feel that the internet doesn't understand the fact that i like random shit do you get what i mean do you though like random shit yeah like i like to be told sometimes that like oh did you know this classical thing happened in classical (laughs) music or you know this thing's going on yeah. in the nursing world at Brilliant. the moment. Yeah. Hey guys. You know. Uh, no. Here's some stuff from the gardening world. Yeah. Wow. Because there are certain times you look at that and you go, actually, 
if I have to kneel down in the garden, oh. that would actually really do well for oh, my oh, I bet it would. Oh. <laughs> and your relationship. You know, the, yeah. Oh, you, can, you can't resist it, can you? No. Always below no. the belt. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but, like, that's because traditional media is so much more passive, isn't it? It's the same way mm. in that, like, you, you, your mind wanders. It's more relaxing to consume you're going through i mean like air like airplane magazines are the best you're flicking through them mm. i mean would you ever choose excuse me while i just burp oh my god oh Jesus. sorry about that would you ever i tried to hold on i thought we could do this <laughs> cannot would you ever just yeah. go do you know what i want to look at today adverts for really expensive watches or photos of really trim 25 year old italian dudes in calvin klein underwear sitting on a rock have you ever in your life gone i just want to go look at that photo hold on so i thought well i just stop and start the recording jeez yeah. well i'll be honest. honest will you be quiet down there please oh, i'm back now sorry it was me camera running out so like the thing is with that stuff like that's the sort of ads you'll see whenever yeah. you're uh <sighs> that's the sort of ads you'll see in one of those magazines and yeah that was it was kind of like mindless in a way and it was the same if you go into a magazine shop or a dvd shop or a record store or a vhs yeah. shop or whatever it is and you go in and you're seeing all this other stuff and that's for me this is i think this has been one of the write this down in videos we need to make um okay one of okay, the, cool. the things for me that has just stifled creativity for me personally Ooh, is yeah. that I, and maybe this goes into what you're saying actually pretty well now that I'm thinking about it because on the Over and Out show we think out loud um, we do it, it's kind of stifled creativity because years ago whenever you wanted ideas you'd have gone and read magazines and you'd have been sitting alone with your thoughts and scribbled things down and now whenever you want an idea what's the first thing you do you google it google it exactly yeah. you know and, people, and some people if you're a little bit you know left field you go oh I, I create a Pinterest board do you hmm Really? I don't, do you, I don't even know. I've never used yeah, Pinterest. Really? I use it for like home decor in the van and stuff like that. But now I just create, save things on Instagram. And the problem is that you, it's always the same shit. So your ideas are like channeled and everything's very, yeah. everything's really, really structured. That's why everyone does the same shit. And uh, no one's exploring ideas that are out of what they do. Well, you know what I mean? Does that, does that make sense? No, I know exactly. No, I don't know exactly. What you mean. It's, it's, it's why I... I don't, I try not to consume that much YouTube of people that are similar to me. Yeah. Because I find it quite intimidating. A, it annoys me because they're doing something that I'm not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and they're I doing don't want to sound what like a can't. bad. Yeah. Or shouldn't. <laughs> and, uh, which is not a bad thing for them. It's just like, oh, fuck it. Look at him. He's doing daily this or that video is so awesome. And there's that whole comparison thing, which yeah. is just like a disaster. And then, uh, oh, yeah, secondly, what was I saying? Oh, I totally forgot. You were I talking totally about how you're demotivated because everyone's uploading shit and it's driving you mad. Yeah, yeah. And so what That's I try I and know do... Him. Yeah, well... <laughs> and what I try and do is actually... Uh, oh, yeah, because I don't watch a lot. I, I try not to consume a lot of content on yeah. on YouTube of my peers, as it yeah. were. Um, because, yeah, I find it de demotivating sometimes. And what would be perceived to be... Uh, let's say inspirational isn't really mm -hmm. not because it's a bad vi it's, it's not a, it's a good video but I'm just like ah oh, fuck 
they've done that what's the point and then so what i like doing is trying to go out and do experience other things and try and get in um inspiration from other places like you know me i like an art gallery i do like an you art really gallery. do love a good art gallery i do like an art gallery and it's nice because you go in and i like uh watching actually it's on youtube but i like watching youtube videos of how people like artists like picasso andy warhol how they did stuff and how they operated and how they worked uh -huh. because it's not what like filmmakers do yes. or video makers do or I content agree. creators i agree with you so that's what I try and do. I try and like and when I listen to podcasts and stuff, it's usually stuff that's nothing to do with video because yeah, I, I find it interesting to get stuff from elsewhere. You're right. And it comes to that, that saying um, uh, comparison is a killer of creativity because oh, that's yeah, the problem. Maybe that, I mean, what we talked about two episodes ago was everyone being like, I'll just start making videos and then just making tutorial yeah. videos about making fucking videos. And it's like brilliant. Yeah. No one's fucking doing. Everyone's just teaching. Yeah. And I think that's because that's all we see. Um, you know, you jump in, I think... like, I'm always like, I, I'm always like, oh, I just want to go like, so here's a weird one. I don't watch YouTube that much on my TV downstairs hmm. because yeah. I don't find the, the built-in TV app yeah. to oh, be really, I don't, I just don't think it's very open. Do you know what I mean? No. Like if I go into YouTube on the computer, I can watch a video by someone I like and then within yeah. two or three videos later I could be down a fucking weird wormhole mm. doing watching weird shit and I'd be and like be oh cool and, and then, liking and then loads of random like yeah that. and it's really it's much more engaging and it's much more open to for discovery where on the TV I'm like mm. once I've watched a video I watch I'm like what do I watch fucking now and, it, and yeah. I feel like and then trying to sift through it all and find yeah. the person that you want. Oh, it's just And that's the problem, hard. that yeah. idea of you know, comparison. And I think that comes from the fact that social media, online, all of that, and social media has really made it worse, is it force feeds mm. you your stuff, the stuff you consume. So it's force feeding you content yeah. continually every single day. And you're not being able to choose. And that that's quite hard as someone who creates. If you're a consumer yeah. Yeah. primarily... I would say that's great because you're just getting fed loads of stuff that you like and it's not affecting your ability to create. But I say my create my creation versus consumption is probably like 80-20. Yeah. And I yeah. like it like that. But that 20% needs to be really particular. Otherwise, it can it yeah. can wildly demotivate me. And it's the same thing as you just yeah. said that you come up with an idea and you're like, I have an idea I want to explore. It's come from a whole bunch of things that have influenced me, but I've got to this point mm. where I've written this idea down. And then you're like, oh, fuck, that person's kind of done it already. Yeah. What's the point? And you're like, well, yeah. that person has 4 million subscribers and you have a 1,000. Yeah. <laughs> you're probably that. okay. 67. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to hear it from me. Yeah. But that's. But I see, That's. I, I think as well, it's because we're in this generation now, especially on YouTube, where you've got all these let's say uh, leaders and thought, thought leaders and stuff like people like Gary Vaynerchuk and stuff going, you know, you need to share, you need to serve other people. And there's just this constant, oh, when you're serving someone else, you're doing a good thing. And so people go, oh, well, if I teach someone what I know about Final Cut or Premiere or fitness or whatever it is, then I'm doing good. Yeah. And there's that thing of like, well, and I think you said this to me ages ago, it's like the reason why... I struggle to teach stuff is because I'm like eight rungs up the ladder mm -hmm. from someone that's just getting on the ladder. And I, I struggle to go, 
what do you mean you don't know how to do this, this, and this? Yeah. And I can't even compute that beginning of just getting on the ladder. Whereas someone who's maybe only two or three rungs up the ladder goes, oh, shit, yeah, that was last week. I remember doing that. This is how you solve it. Yeah, you've and, kind of forgotten the problem. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's. I find it very hard to go back down. And, so that, and then that gives me a whole load of anxiety because I'm like, Oh, is this video really worth it? Because do I really need to be telling someone to switch the laptop on and open up the camera? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you do. Because you know what? There are some people that haven't done that yet. Yeah. Well, I do that with <laughs> workshops here. Like I'll hold these like physical workshops and it's all about creating video on your smartphone. And, yeah. you know, I, I like I've been creating videos for a long time and been doing a lot of I do some pretty intricate stuff on my phone. Mm. And I have been from before there were apps, way before there were apps like Splice and flipping Adobe Rush. I was doing it on yeah. early editions of iMovie and I was cheating the horizontal video scope. And I was finding ways yeah. to like create my own glitches with photos and, and effects yeah. all on my phone. Way before, so I've, I'm quite, I'd say I'm very experienced as a, being a phone content creator, being able to create everything yeah. on my phone. So when I go and host these video workshops, like I'll sit down and people will be like, I want to make stories like the way you do. And I'm like, okay, cool. So then and I just skim over that first bit. And someone's like, wait, hold yeah. on a second. How did you change so you can see yourself on your phone? I'm like, there's two cameras on your phone. Yes. Yeah. Like the one thing I get all the time is, oh, you don't use the Instagram app to film. I'm like, no. Oh my God. And they're like, what app yeah. do you use? See, I'm like, the camera, the camera app, folks. The camera app. See, that's oh, what okay. And I'm like, mind. And that's the point where you want to go, I'm out actually, but I, I yeah. learned that quite early on. I was like, oh, hold on, people yeah. are, so now I just ask people what level are they at, what are they doing, and yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah. otherwise you just, you do, you over, over-explain it. Yeah, and it's it's quite stressful. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to, because then, then you get, yeah, like I said, you get the anxiety of like, shit, should I even be making this video? And then that's like a whole other thing, and then you end up not doing it, because you're like, well, this, I just feel this is dumb. Yeah. And you don't, and, and maybe you should make that video. I mean, oh, you shouldn't. I mean, class, what you can't. Classic, classic example is what did you send me the other day? I, I messaged Ryan the other day and I was like, dude, I've just got all these ideas that I want to create and I want to put the time and effort into doing some different stuff that I've wanted to do for so long. I was like, the one thing I really want to do is a bunch of stop motion animation things. I used to do this years ago. I was like, I just want to really start creating some stop motion animation. And then literally the next day, what, what's his name? Uh, Will McCormick. Will McCormick. Yeah. Ryan's yeah. like, look at this screenshot, Will McCormick working on a stop motion animation. I was like, mother fuck. And then you just go, ah, oh, what's the point? What's the point? Yeah. You know, I, I think sometimes this is why I like to act on an idea immediately. Mm. I feel like if yeah. I don't act on it, like I have an idea and I've got a real short window for being able to achieve something. The longer I leave it, the more I procrastinate on yeah. doing that idea. And but you uh, see, then what you're doing is you're not allowing it to like flower and bloom as it were. Oh. So, cause Oh yeah, because you because you want to get it out so quickly. But yeah. The reason you want to get it out so quick. <laughs> oh, we're talking about videos. All right. Yes. Yep. Yeah. We're not talking about you doing the elephant. We're talking about uh, you know, you wanting to get out quickly mm -hmm. because you can do it before someone else. And it's that. Am no, I going to do this no. before someone else was? No? no, that's never the drive. The drive. I want to get it out quickly. <laughs> sure. <laughs> can't sure. hear. I can't say that now. See, I want to get the idea out quickly because I lose interest in it quite quick. Um, yeah. And I think, and then, you know, I, I think I overthink ideas. I really struggle. Like one challenge I, I really want to overcome is a long-term project and, uh -huh. you know, be able to shoot something over a period of time. 
and added mm. it into now i did a real cool job last year for the tourist board which was like a month of filming yeah. and that was kind of cool and then i did that california thing but i mean like i want to do like there's my like the direction i want to go on my youtube is like docu-series kind of stuff um yeah. where it's all it's more like stories and narrative and documentary rather than hey guys got a new lens check yeah. this out because i'm just not good at that shit and yeah you know, i i get bored halfway through explaining it so i got a mic yeah, it's yeah. a microphone guys it's on my camera it records the audio right yeah that's it buy it don't buy it yeah. whatever yeah just leave me alone but um <laughs> yeah it is it is funny that and i think that's kind of what i want to go at but there you go is it is it yeah it's interesting because i i feel the same like whenever i have to do explain explain stuff i i end up like not being able to explain it properly because i'm so bored of my own voice <laughs> explaining it it's like Jesus, am I doing this? God, I'm boring myself to death. Yeah. How is anyone else going to listen to this? But then you see at the same time, because I do quite a lot of what you're talking about those doc series. I've done that quite a bit for like clients. Yeah. And my client work is is very long and drawn out. Yeah. So I'm kind of I, I don't particularly want to do that for myself, but I want to do something that's a bit more involved. Yeah. Than just doing like stories, because even I know kind of where I'm a little bit bored of doing the stories, because it's like, I do like doing it, but at the same time I'm like I can't be bothered. Yeah. Who cares? What's the point? you know see we're all gonna we've all got coronavirus to worry about but then at the same time you know there is that element of when you're thinking that you know you're depriving someone else of that laugh or image Mm -hmm. that they may see you know i see i've always used it like instagram for me is always by the way we're going well over but hey who who cares we are the ceos i think you'll find the managers because she's making my dinner oh for the love of at this time 28 oh Oh, actually, we'll do that tomorrow. She had issue with you having dinner at five. I agree. We'll talk about that Maybe we should get her and Pamela to have a word mm-hmm. about that. Yes. But just real quick before we close up here. I forgot what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, I like to do it. The yeah. thing I enjoy about Instagram is creating something short and quick and, and cheap and cheerful that surprises mm. people and mm-hmm. surprises me. And then I watch it back and go, that, that's worked. Or, wow, that worked better yeah. than I thought and also learning techniques the things that I have learned from doing Instagram sto- stories daily and filming and yeah. editing in my phone mm. I apply that to my actual like client commercial work now and the things I have learned the processes I can go through now in like half the time that yeah. I, I, sometimes I'll be out with someone on another shoot and they're shooting something and I'm like why the hell are you doing that and they're like because yeah. this is how you do it I'm like no it's fine that's how you used to do it you can do it like this. And the amount of times I do so, I'm like, the only reason I know that is because I learned to do it with a phone and I learned yeah. it with so many restrictions. And then when you take that approach and you take it to the like good quality gear, time, extras, other people helping, I, I think it's really helpful. So I always use Instagram to learn new shit and entertain people. I had a couple of people message me from my story the other day about me just sitting on a hammock and people were like, I oh, actually great, thought yeah. you dropped your phone out of the roof. Like yeah. legit people were like, he's dropped his phone off his fucking roof. And to I was be like, fair, you probably would have done that. Dude, you, I dropped the phone filming the bit of me catching it. I had to throw it so high up because I was trying to throw yeah. it, catch it so you could see me, but then also not break yeah. the Lemuro lens off the case. Wow. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Yeah. Anyway. You're still using the Lemuro lens. Wow. Yeah. I've still got the iPhone 8. Um, I'm oh, getting a little clip that. for it as yeah. well to use if I upgrade my phone, but... Oh, I use cool. it for I use it for some for some things when I want it to be a bit more cinematic. All right. 
Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, Get thanks very much. That's, action us. On. that's good, dude. I've, we're done here. We're done. Son. Yeah. Yeah, we're done. All, All right. right. We'll, we'll see you, you uh, for episode 12 tomorrow. Later, peeps. Thanks very much. Thank you.